Thank you for tuning in to Leesburg Daily, a Monday through Friday podcast where we talk through a section of scripture, study together, and apply it to our lives. Uh, we've been going through the Gospel of John chapter 1 this week, uh, and we've made it through 34 so far. We'll finish at 42 today, but I want to give you a few uh, things real quick. Well, uh, th- th- let's do this. Let's go through the text like normal, and then I want to end this episode with a few uh, extra additions and perhaps something fun for us. So let's start off in verse 35. Uh, yesterday, in the past two days, we've been talking about John the Baptist and John the Baptist's testimony about Jesus. And we see the third testimony of John the Baptist yesterday. He is the Son of God who takes away, there's the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Um, and, and, and that, so today we see in verse 35, let's read it together in its entirety through 42, and then we will uh, uh, talk about it. Uh, on the next day, again, John was standing with two of his disciples, and he looked, that's John looked, and saw Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The, the two disciples heard John say this, and they followed Jesus. Now Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What are you seeking? They said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and you will see. And so they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him for that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which means the Christ. He brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, Simon, uh, you are Simon, son of John. You shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. And so that's our text for today. And as we look at it, we see a few interesting things. Uh, It starts off and it says, The next day, that is the day after John's bold declaration that Jesus was the Lamb of God, the, the Lamb of God, John is standing there with two of his disciples. And again, John looks at Jesus and makes the same declaration, Behold, the Lamb of God. In other words, this man is going to take care of our sin issue that we all have. And notice what happens. There are two disciples that are with John. And they, it's kind of interesting to, to picture in your minds, uh, they, seemingly without saying a word to John, just start to follow Jesus. Now, we're not talking about some symbolic type of following Jesus like we talk about today. Today, we say things like, well, yeah, I follow Jesus, but we mean in a symbolic way, usually. These guys, they physically follow Jesus. It's almost strange to to picture in our minds. They just leave John standing there, apparently, and start physically following after this guy, Jesus, the lamb who will somehow take care of the sin issue. I think it's such a funny event. Look what happens. Jesus looks back and he sees these men following behind him and says, Hey, guys, what is it you want? Instead of answering Jesus, they give a non-answer. I picture it going something like, uh, uh, well, uh, where, where are you staying, Jesus? And so Jesus replies with a simple, come and see invitation. And they end up staying the night with Jesus because it's late in the afternoon. Now, I don't know what happened during those hours being alone with Jesus, but it must have been pretty cool. 
Now, remember, these aren't believers of Jesus yet. They're interested, they're curious, but they're they're non-believers. They're just kind of creepily following after Jesus because John makes a bold declaration that he's the Lamb of God who's going to take away the sins of the world. Now, I sometimes wonder what the conversation may have been like for these guys. What did Jesus say to them? What kind of questions they might have asked? Maybe they said something like, well, Jesus, uh, you know, we're disciples of John the Baptist, and he said you're the Lamb of God and you're going to take away sins. What does he mean by that? I don't know what was said in this conversation, but regardless of what was said, it's clear that after spending some time with Jesus, these two young men are now convinced of the fact that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. We can see this in their enthusiastic acceptance of Jesus' message. Andrew runs and finds his brother Peter. Finally, one of these two unnamed disciples is named Andrew, the brother of Peter. Uh, The other is unnamed, and we assume uh, that this is John himself, actually. Uh, but we don't know that for a fact. Anyway, Andrew runs and finds Peter, and his his his, his message is, is simple. We have found the Messiah. He went from a, a position of intrigue to a, a position of uh, of uh, declaration of, of of clarity. We found the Messiah, the one who's who, who Judaism has been looking forward to. And so Andrew then brought his brother Peter. To meet Jesus. Isn't it interesting? Once Andrew realized who Jesus was, he wanted so badly to share it with his brother. And that's what he did. What a simple task. He invited his brother to do exactly what Jesus had invited him to do. To come and see. Now we can learn a lot by following Andrew's example. It's all about challenging people to come and see who Jesus is. We don't have to argue them into the kingdom of God. We don't have to be able to give them all the answers that they, uh, they, to to all answers to all the questions that they have. We simply are commissioned to invite people to come and see, come and check out Jesus. Some will, others will not. Those who come, we simply explain who Jesus is and words that they understand using the word of God. Our job is to point them to Jesus. We share what God has said about Jesus and challenge them to confront the truth. That's our job, to take a step of faith, believe, to trust that God will open minds to understand. Our job is to simply invite people to come and see what Jesus has done. Check it out in Luke 24, 45. At the end of the day, we can call people to come and see and we can explain clearly who Jesus is. But ultimately, we're dependent on God to open their minds uh, to the truth and to move them to accept Jesus. See, our job is not to save people. Our job is to point consistently to Jesus with an open invitation. Come and see the Messiah. Come and meet Jesus. I didn't know him, but now I do. And so that's the challenge I want to end with for us today. The challenge is this. Do we tell others about Jesus? Do we invite people to come and see? Come check out Jesus. Come take a look at the claims of Jesus. That's our call. 
simply call people to come and see. Now, that's not too hard, is it? Who do you know in your life that needs to know Jesus, the Savior of the world, the Messiah? I want to ask you today to take a moment and pray for them. Take a moment and and pray for them and ask God to give you the invitation, the opportunity to invite them to come and see. Maybe it's an invitation to come and see by, by sitting down at your dinner table and telling the story, your story of your interaction with Jesus. I didn't know him, but now I do type story. Maybe your invitation is simply to invite them to come to church with you, to sit with you at church as, as they can be exposed to the truth there. Take a moment and consider who can you challenge to come and see Andrew's passion for wanting to share the good news of the Messiah with his brother should be contagious to us today. So let's read this passage one more time. John chapter 1, verse 35. The next day, again, John was standing with two of his disciples, and he looked up and saw Jesus walking, and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed after Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said, What is it you're seeking? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and, and you will see. And so they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard, one of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He, uh, he first found his brother, Simon Peter, and said, hey, we found the Messiah, which means the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. And Jesus looked at him and said, Simon, son of John, you shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. So that's our study for today. We are finishing our first week here. And I want to point out a few things. As you uh, subscribe here on the podcast, I do want to ask you to uh, look. If you're, you know, I use an iPhone. And one of the things that I've noticed is in the iTunes category, if you scroll down to the details of the episode, you'll see a section where it says, uh, leave a voice message. I think that's a really neat feature. You can leave a voice message here for the podcast. And so as we go throughout, if you have any questions or comments about the text that we're looking into, feel free to leave a voice message. Just go to the show notes, episode notes, and it says send a voice message, and there's a link you can click on there, and you can send us a voice message uh, about this study or about our other podcast, the Leesburg Talk uh, podcast. And so I think that would be a cool thing. Leave us a voice message, and, and uh, uh, perhaps we could even play those messages on the podcast and answer the questions that come in. Uh, that being said, thank you so much. Uh, for joining me this first week of the podcast as we've walked through the scriptures. I look forward to many more weeks ahead with you. Uh, Be sure to like, comment, uh, share this podcast with friends and family. And we will pick up again Monday for our next uh, section of scripture. God bless you. Take care. See you.